Welcome to episode eight of Up in the Air with me, Franklin. Me, Johnny. And we with two guests today from the Nutri Bar. We've got Ollie and Adam. And we're here to talk about the new wave of things that have come in from the Nutri Bar and how it's going to be a big game changer. So, Ollie, do you want to first tell us how did the Nutri Bar start? Um, it started probably the idea came in about 2014. I think it, well, it was my mum rang me and said, um, It's funny, you never see any healthy burger vans or something like that. <laughs> and that's what she said. And my mum was the type of person until I was probably about 15 before when she went away for the first time without us. My dad got us a takeaway, and that was like probably the first time I had a takeaway just because she cooked everything from scratch. And she said that to me, and it kind of like triggered an idea then. And at the time, I was really into um, the gym. I was going twice a day, and then I was working and having planned meals, etc., etc. Um, and I thought, yeah, I'm, like as in, there's, there's nothing like that. I have a massive problem getting that because I was either prepping my meals, doing that, and if not, I had to go to Tesco and get them in some cooked chicken and some yeah, salad yeah, yeah, and yeah. put some sauce on and something like that. So, yeah, that's where it started, and then. Um, it kind of really developed from there and I was like, yeah, we could definitely do something like that. And the original name was Nutri-Van. Yeah, that's what I still saw. Well, I don't even know, know that. I've only worked here three years and I don't even know that. So how, old, how old were you when this came about? The idea, 20. Um, yeah, and then... What were you doing at the time? Uh, I worked in, I didn't want to go to uni, I knew that, I hated school, and I did college for some unbeknown reason. Um, so, yeah, I went into, my mate said, oh, you can get a job there where my sister's working, and it was actually in PPI. Okay. Um, it was a, a claims management company, and they didn't actually, it wasn't selling, so you weren't ringing up people, but basically all the claims that came through. Mm-hmm. We dealt with them process and ran the banks and say you you owe us money. <laughs> so we, okay. de- we dealt with the banks yeah, yeah, and stuff yeah. and um, kind of did that. So I ended up working there and uh, becoming a manager there and stuff like that. So, uh, so you're 20, you're a manager at a PPI company. That was it, 18, 19, yeah. Right. Um, and you get this idea. Yeah, get the idea. Nice. Um, before then, it was uh, it was I think at 18, 19, I tried to set up a property company doing buy to let properties, but. No one, no one took this. <laughs> it's, no. a good, it's a good plan. <laughs> very, very, very good plan. It's funny because no one took an 18-year-old seriously when they, mor- <laughs> when they were looking around houses trying to get a mortgage to, for a buy-to-let property. But um, yeah, so anyway, I was run- so basically I was doing my job and I had this property business that I'd invested, saved up money in. And then the idea that obviously my mum had said about this healthy food van. And I was kind of doing them alongside of each other, outside of work. Um, so at my nights, we just spent doing that, uh, both of them. Um, and then the Nutri-Van one just started overtaking. Okay. I, I was more passionate about it yeah, yeah. and things like that and just kind of started getting stuff together from there. And I eventually got to the point where um, I asked my bosses, I said, can I go down to four days a week? Okay, uh, cool. And they were sound about it. And yeah, because I think my... The, the director at the time, they were young, level of 35, and um, like he, he helped me a lot, and he said, said, if you're in here in two years, if you're still here in two years, he said, I'm sacking you. 
That's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And he said, if anything ever goes wrong, you just go and do stuff. Like he said, if anything goes wrong, you come back. Your boy's got a job. But just go and do stuff. So it's great to have that support. So eventually, yeah. after this four days, I, uh, and setting up this Nutribran and stuff and getting it the ball rolling, mm-hmm. I eventually quit. Um, I think it was it. It the the it developed from Nutrivan to then we we're going to do it in a gym in Chorley oh, somewhere. Oh, cool. Yeah. Uh, who said we can do it? So I quit my job, going right. We can do it in this gym, and then they pulled out like no, last minute. Last minute. Oh wow! After you, after, after you'd already job. quit your job, so you're yeah. just like you've gone full into it. Yeah, gone full go. into it. Cause I thought I'm not going to have yeah, yeah, yeah. to. I need to do it. Um, I need to have full time on this, and yeah, so I quit my job, and then um, they pulled out. So it's <laughs> stressful. What gym was it? Imagine. Um, uh, one in Chorley. They're um, basically <laughs> they applied with their landlord, and their landlord was a they, they said they said we're going to do this. We're going to have a, a health food place in it. And their landlord's son or something or nephew had a cafe just around the corner. He went, no, right, okay. not, he went, no, you're not doing that. So the gym wanted to do it, okay. um, but it's worked out for the best. Though. Yeah, yeah. And then what actually happened was I was doing that, and I, I think I took my uh, my nana for lunch, and. Uh, this, this building that used to be now uh, used to be a car garage that my granddad built his business from. Oh, okay. Um, I think I should, should, why don't you do it in the, the garage in Bolton? And at the time, like I said, I, I grew up kind of, um, I lived in Rivington, but um, all my mates are from Blackburn. So I'd probably been to like Bolton more than I knew, but like as in, I did not know Bolton. Yeah. And I was like, that's in Bolton, isn't it? Like, where is it? Like as in, da, da, da. I, I knew where it was, but like I said, I didn't know where it was in Bolton it was. Mm. Da, da, da. So I came down, sat outside, it looked at cars, driving past, counting cars, one, two, three. <laughs> and that's what I did. Well, I googled how to, how, to, how to figure out where to put a shop. And so I was out doing yeah, car, car footfall. <laughs> in, in hindsight, that was a waste of two days. It was. Considering <laughs> <laughs> if you don't know Bolton at all, I think they'll... A good place to start probably isn't counting cars. <laughs> oh, <laughs> in, in, in my eyes, and what it says on business online, <laughs> it says you need to count your footfall and use a percentage of that to see how busy you're going to be. So that was the plan. And actually, we were going to be really busy. Based on the cars. Based, Based on the cars. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> I'll be able to imagine. millionaire. Like, Next week, yeah. Like we're gonna open, like all these cars are just gonna stop. <laughs> like, they're just gonna stop. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't matter where they're going. Yeah, they didn't. <laughs> um, so anyway, yeah. Long, long story short, we we then did because we we kind of had this garage um, and it come up for for let to not risk too much because we didn't know the area and it's in a garage. Mm-hmm. Um, we just put AstroTurf down in the garage, painted all the walls, jet washed it, all that kind of stuff, and then got a trailer built. Cause we thought if it if it fails here, at least we can take the trailer and do new trip yeah, yeah, yeah. somewhere else, like at events or something. Anyway, you want really, yeah. So we just put AstroTurf down, had the trailer and served out of that, and we had to. The garage door was like really old, and you had to like pull it and um, sideways to open it, and it would only open three quarters of the way. Let's <laughs> <laughs> do that every morning. That was a big task, um, and we did that and. We opened, um, I remember sat there, no, I think we did 60 quid a day, like at the start. Yeah. How many staff? Uh, just, just you and me on there. Right. Yeah. So, cool. you, you, you. Yeah. 
and that's um, cool. Yeah, but sixty quid a day isn't cool. <laughs> <laughs> that was uh, pretty pretty quiet. <laughs> a lot of sitting there going. I wonder when the customers are going to turn up. Yeah, yeah. car's going to stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, but the vision, I, I believe, I did believe in it so much. I believed in it, and I believed that there was there was a market there for mm-hmm. it, and that people would want it. It was just a kind of matter of time, and just building it. Nothing trying really to build it up. like that at the time, was there? No. Um, there's still not much now really if you look no, into it not a lot so no, really. no um, and yeah eventually it built up and stuff like that and I said and like, also it got to winter oh, we did it in we did it that, so that was April 15 um, and then it it built up but we needed to like because even in April it was freezing mm-hmm. and I had to give customers my coat yeah Lab came every every morning. He'd have his omelette or something, but he'd sit in and have it, and I had to give him my coat. <laughs> hey, customer service though. Well, is he still a customer now? Uh, yeah, he does. He does. Come back, yeah. Uh, yeah, not that often anymore, but um... probably because he's not getting your coat. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> That's what it is. Yeah, it's different, different reasons. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's kind of how it, and then we eventually got it busy enough after the traction kind of built to go, right, we'll invest more money in making it into a full shot with a shot frontage, a decking out the front, and we had a proper commercial kitchen done. Yeah. Um, and that's when it really took off because we could do a lot more, we could do a lot more hot food and stuff. And I suppose from that point, it started queuing out the door. Like you'd have, we, we just, queues out the door mm-hmm. so between this business change of business plan yeah was there a big investment or did you fund it yourself or i can it, imagine that cost quite a lot uh, it wasn't as much as you think it was more like um we had a lot of the equipment already mm-hmm. um so it was kind of putting up um walls that you can see like there <laughs> uh it was putting up like stud walls mm-hmm. um and we, we always like try to use only the best we can like as in we always like the astroturf that we use, <coughs> that we put down. It's like you can get it a one a quality that's good enough. If you look around, it's like three hundred quid for the whole floor. Instead of getting a, a proper commercial like cafe wood floor yeah. down would be thousands. Yeah. It's just like things like that. You can really keep your yeah, your costs down because it, until it works, it's not worth it. It's not worth the risk. Mm-hmm. So it was it was essentially just putting bifold doors on the front, which were expensive some wood decking and putting loads of uh, internal walls up but the stud walls they were pretty fast yeah, yeah. And stuff. so it wasn't it wasn't that much we funded it ourselves um and yeah like i said it it kind of just started flying out the door nice. um and was great but then had to learn how to do business because <laughs> i didn't really know how to do with that yeah so did you know how to cook yeah, well, not not like in the in the commercial sense. Like as in, like I said, my mum is like is an amazing cook, and so um, my nana, my mum's mum, uh, my dad is a good is a good cook and stuff. And so they've all we've always had like cooked fresh meals Monday to Sunday. Like as in, yeah. even with my dad, it wouldn't be a take. Like we, we, I never grew up with that. Um, and so yeah, we knew cooking. I really enjoyed cooking um, and stuff like that. So we knew how to cook. Uh, but commercially, it's a different ball game. Um, 
to be able to cook at home and to cook well and stuff is different making yeah. it for four people than making it for 400 people oh, yeah it's a completely yeah. different side of the story so. yeah and then getting that that if you have 400 people in a day or so as in two three hundred and then turn up at once yeah <laughs> that is in yeah. within, within yeah. the space of two yeah, hours yeah, yeah. so it's like yeah, how you get that out how you get flow yeah. yeah and um so yeah it's kind of then then the stage from that was just just learning how to do business there's um one of uh, my mentors jokes that i used to pay uh, and he, he invested in our media city shop uh, he, he used to joke that uh, i paid people to eat salmon <laughs> Because too cheap. Yeah, it was too cheap, <laughs> and we kept we, we kept salmon as the same price as chicken. I wanted all boxes to be the same price. It wasn't a business decision behind that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I just wanted yeah, all boxes yeah, yeah, the yeah, same yeah. price, <laughs> <laughs> and I thought it'd even out. But it turns out we were paying people to eat salmon. Um, yeah, so you start learning all that. You start learning. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you, you start then learning what a margin is, what a cash flow is, mm-hmm. what a profit and loss is. Which, yeah. like I said. I've Googled, but when you then start getting busy, you're literally just serving people through the door and trying to get your food out. Mm-hmm. You're not thinking about, because yeah. you're not prepared for it, you've not had experience. You wear so many different hats, aren't you? Because you're, yeah. you're working here, you're, you're marketing because you're trying to get people in. Yeah, but at, at that point as well, because our systems, our commercial systems and how we cooked stuff and how inefficient it was, um, I, I was working about it. 16, 17, 18 hour days. Yeah. Working seven days a week. Um it was it was um yeah, crazy. That is in I, I fainted. You've heard that story. It wasn't hard, it was just like as in I didn't have time to do that, you know. Yeah, like as in it was it's just crazy, crazy hours, like as in because um, you have no choice. Like yeah. as in you're queuing out of the door, out the door, mm. and you're busy all day. You can only afford a certain amount of staff, so the staff leave at five. Yeah, but you still got then loads of stuff to wash up, clean, clean out, everything, make um, sure it's all ready for the next day. Make sure it's all ready for the next day. But at the time, we weren't big. Like as in, we got to that point, and we weren't big enough for suppliers before that. So I was going to Aldi and buying fruit and veg, chopping it, chopping it ourselves. Like so, after five, like that's what would happen. But we were then. It's, it's so you weren't finished at five o'clock. Yeah, no, I was. I was, I was starting. Like, everyone else was finishing at five, but you yeah. were starting the next day, pretty much. Yeah, and then I'd have to start cutting sweet potato, cutting other potatoes, cutting shredding, grating carrot, grating three kilograms of carrot for the next day. And <laughs> <laughs> um, just yeah, on a just on a standard like, home grater. Yeah. On a home grater. Yeah. Just oh. yeah. everything had to be chopped. Everything didn't it? Yeah, uh, everything that's on that. And it's just it was. Crazy hours. Um, I remember to fit in an interview. This is when we hired Dan. Um, so uh, Dan, who used to be, he's left now. Um, who managed like here and uh, Media City Shop as well, and, and helped us with lots, um, helped us grow it and things like that. Um, I remember doing his interview. You no, know, but for my girlfriend to see me, my girlfriend at the time to see me, like she used to, have to come to. to to work. <laughs> so I remember um, I remember coming to Nooch Bar and I had to do prep on Sunday. I always had to do that mm-hmm. to make sure we get on track for Monday. And so she was helping me out and she said, I'll just lock me in, I'll stay here and I'll do I think I remember what she was doing, she was doing smoothies. 
she was making strawberry banana smoothies, chopping up the strawberries, putting them in freeze bags, all that kind of stuff. So I went for this interview and I thought, right, I'll be in an hour. And then I promise you, like, we'll go home and we'll, we'll, have a, we'll have a Sunday. We'll have a Sunday afternoon. I got talking to Dan for ages and I forgot that my girlfriend was locked in Nutribar. Oh, no. Yeah. Well, I don't even know. That was about three hours. Yeah, she wasn't happy. Any missed calls? She wasn't. I think I left my. I don't know. Left your phone. Yeah, bring your yeah, phone. I, <laughs> I think. Well, it was either that or I was just being like, as in, if I'm in the, if I'm like in the moment or something, or speaking, yeah, yeah, or something, yeah. I, I, you're not my phone will be buzzing. Yeah, you're not going to answer it. Like, I'm not going to answer it. Yeah. I wasn't thinking that I'd locked her in. Like, I was, I was, if I'd remembered about that, I'd be that. New relationship then as well, then, isn't it? Yeah, it might explain why I'm not with Yeah. Many people stay around after getting walked in. Yeah, she, she was not happy about that. That was. Uh, yeah, loads of smoothie prep done though. Three hours. She, she, to be fair, she cracked on. She didn't. <laughs> she didn't like have a standoff or anything. She didn't, she didn't have a strike. She just cracked on. So <laughs> fair, fair play to you on that one. You're <laughs> um, yeah, so that, that it it was crazy hours and stuff like that. And like I said, it was just learning how to kind of do business. Um, we we weren't we weren't making it. Like I remember people coming and seeing how busy it was and going, "Oh, I bet you're a millionaire," things like that. I'm <laughs> <laughs> there at the account. It's like, why are we losing money? It's just selling it anyway. Explain to me. I'm like, I'm, I'm there. The account. It's like. You keep saying margins and cash flow and shit. I don't have a fucking clue what you're on about. Just explain why I'm not making money. There's people queuing out the door. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it comes down to staff costs and margins. and. So just bringing it back to the timeline, we've just changed from the van, essentially. Yeah. Kitting it all out. Yeah. We've still only got this one unit in Bolton. Yeah. Right. Where do we go from there? Um, so eventually you tee through all them, you get it systemised and stuff and... Ever since then, we've just been systemising, getting it better, learning, systemising, getting it better, um, serving people faster, better quality food, da, 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 uh, and that's going to carry on probably till we retire. Uh, you, you just, like any business, you're always improving and, mm-hmm. and constantly doing that. After a year and a half, we then started looking at opening the Media City shop. So, at what point did you bring a mentor in? Um, so, Obviously not knowing a lot about business when I first did it and my Google search is proving <laughs> not the most reliable. Um, I speak, I like to still do it today, just speak to customers, ask for advice. Mm-hmm. I love speaking to, to business minded people. I find it really interesting. That's obviously a passion of mine, obviously food is and uh, keeping healthy and everything, but I love the business side. I love doing that. So I love hearing about other people's businesses, how they do it and stuff like that. So, there's quite a few customers that I speak to, and there's still quite a few customers that I speak to about that now. But um, Mike uh, was a guy that was coming in, and I've forgotten how he, he was. I used to, to take time out to speak to him and stuff. And he eventually said, um, When you come to the office, he owns a big construction company um, um, that does did the Alchemist in Manchester, uh, they do massive high end um, apartment blocks and stuff like that. It's not like a 
just a, a bricky thing. It's a mm-hmm. big commercial yeah, yeah, yeah. construction thing. So he took me to his offices and he has a boardroom and all that kind of stuff. I was like, wow. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, well, I was, I was moved up in the world. I was pretty impressed. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, the nice cars and stuff, whatnot. But he then showed me cash flows and uh, from whatever that must have been 2016, um, I still do the cash flow that I've got. To the, it's not going to help on the podcast, but uh, I do it every single morning that he taught me, um, and it's it's literally a carbon copy of his. So that as in his looks like that. It's just different numbers and different yeah, suppliers. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, he taught me how to do that. Um, he taught me what to do, how to. And then he was like, right, you're paying suppliers um, cash on delivery. He said you need to get terms and stuff like, so you need to get thirty day terms. Yeah. Like, so you should pay them forty five days after you've got the f- the goods off them. Yeah. I was like, I can't. Ask that. I said, that's well cheeky. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's business. That's how it works. Like, and you 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 going through loads of food. You can do that, and just those kind of commercial decisions and stuff. Like, and he really helped with, and he just did that for free because for him he was interested in helping someone out, and he came to neutral all the time. Mm-hmm. And then um, yeah, when I was setting Media City up. Um, I was looking at the air, and actually, someone came to me, a, a separate investor, um, and said, "Are you, are you interested in Media City? Like, and you would want to set one up?" And I was like, "Yeah, I've actually been looking at that." Um, so we started talking. I remember I was playing golf with Mike. Um, this sounds really like business and maybe it's not like in this paper <laughs> once out of three years I played golf it's not like we, we, we go and play golf and smoke cigars <laughs> around the golf business business <laughs> me yeah. on a golf yeah. course <laughs> yeah business but anyway we played golf and I, I was speaking to him about it and he, he kind of went he just went he said I'll do it like we're mates, like, as in, you know me, like, as in, yeah. we've worked together, and he said, I'll give you the money if you want, like, as in, I'll put the money in. Um, and it kind of went from there, and then we opened Media City. Um, and, again, I've got loads of time for to go through everything, but that was a massive eye-opener. That's when you started, isn't it? Yeah, that's when I just came in, just as you uh, opened. Yeah, so when... 2017. Yeah, yeah. so, yeah, three... 2017, so... Um, yeah, we, we that's when we opened Media City. You, know, you came away from Nutribar Bolton, really, then, didn't you, to focus on so I, yeah, Media City? For I agreed that I'd go over. Mm-hmm. So I said I'd go over to Media City for a couple months to get it set up. Yeah. And the main thing was, Ad was new, didn't like him. I said, I'm not working with that <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm, not, yeah. I'm not working with him. I always wondered why you were so actually, for like probably the first year of as working, yeah, I didn't actually. Yeah, was that not a pause? Was it? Um, oh no, we're not pausing now, mate. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it it, it was it was kind of like distant and monthly meetings and stuff yeah, and things like that. So, ads, you you tell them a bit how it was when uh, when you came in and I fucked off to Media oh, yeah. City, like as in well, it was because it's still completely well, different to what it was today, isn't it? Oh yes, yeah. So it was Dan who was obviously in charge then of the shop. Um, I was a full-time PT and I just knew after a couple of years I didn't want to do that long-term, you know, right. the hours. Yeah. I've always had a fascination with food and I uh, always liked it from doing um, cooking and stuff from a young age. Mm-hmm. So when the opportunity came up to obviously do a full-time job here, I um, 
I put like a three month notice in with my PT and, and then came here and then that's when you... Yeah, just for the purpose of obviously the podcast, yeah. uh, Ads is, is chef. Chef shit. Chef uh, shit. No, <laughs> you call it a cooker of it. No, chef and he creates lots of the recipes along with my mum my mum as well does loads of recipes adds them with real foodies and um yeah adds is the the main chef yeah. and yeah that's what, it's changed, well, that's what it's turned into now i think obviously at the start it was just i was like wow what is going on here i was <laughs> like this is a new world for me yeah we do it and everything yeah, it was like well, it was mainly cooking, weren't it, and things. But it was a it was a, <laughs> it was a mixture of everything. But as it's gone on, then I've I have more enjoyment than cooking and coming up with new recipes and things like that. So that's where I've put more of my focus yeah. now than um, so niche off more to that side than nice. uh, everything. So was it after Media City that you got offered that big opportunity you were telling me about? No, that was. Um, that was in 2006, so just before even talks happened about Media City. Yeah, it was definitely before that. Was in. Right, so basically, I think it was mentor. So that was, that was a, um, a different mentor. Right. Um, so, yeah, just fortunately through speaking to people, um, the mentor actually became the guy that set up and owned Pets at Home. They've got 800 stores yeah cool. everyone will know pets at home yeah <laughs> <laughs> i mean i hope so <laughs> yeah uh so for whatever what just told her yeah yeah that's crazy it was great he and well i was asking i was just asking people i was asking a customer who comes in and he didn't even come that much i was just saying because i knew what business he did um and i just said can you give me any advice so sorry backtracking a bit we got offered we pitched for DW gyms to do their um, their food in their like kind of kiosk areas where they do protein smoothies and stuff. But they wanted to do food offering in the healthy cafe, so we had to go to DW. Well, I had to go to DW gyms, get my suit out, tie on, uh, do a presentation. Where is it? Is it in Wigan? It's in Wigan, yeah. Um, and so we went there, and I had to do a presentation about why we did it and. They, they said to me, I think at the time, they were just like, that's the best one, we've, like, honestly the best one, like, and we love the brand, we love that. And I was going to do the one in Bolton, like, I went to apply, and they offered me, I think it was seven, seven different gyms to do. Wow. So I was like, yes, yeah. I fucking made we're it. We're in. <laughs> one year, and I fucking made it. <laughs> <laughs> How wrong, really? Yeah. <laughs> and so, like, I was like, yeah, I want to do it, and but I, like anything, I have to get advice on it. And mm-hmm. so I was talking to people, and, and this this guy that was in the shop just said, "I'll put you in contact with my friend. Like he's got more experience than me in in, in retail and stuff." And it turns out his friend was Anthony Preston, who was uh, pets at home owner and whatnot. <laughs> Crazy. So yeah, I sent a couple of emails. We've got I got introduced and a few emails, and he said, "Yeah, I'll come down to Nutribar. Um, I'll come down to Nutribar and, and have a chat with you." So he came down, and I was like. Oh, that's a whole night. <laughs> <laughs> that's so what <laughs> <That's his name. laughs> like everyone was saying, wasn't it, at that time? And um, so I had to chat with him, and he's such a sound guy. But anyway, he, I said to him, I said, look, I said, I've got this new Chabar, like, as in, what do you think? Um, being offered seven DW gyms, like, as in, seven 
it's going to be amazing. Uh, and he went, no, you're not ready. And I was just like, I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> That's not what I was it. I was like, I'm not going to invite you again. <laughs> uh, and he explained why and stuff, and he said, you need this in place, this in place. Like, as in, you have to have that, to have that many, even that many shots. Like, as in, you have to have, like, a manual to say, this is how you do this, this is how you do that. Um, and for whatever, like, not for whatever reason, but I took his advice. It was the hardest thing to do because going from one shot to eight would have been amazing. Mm. And um, I'd have felt that I've, I've made a good leap and stuff. Um, but I didn't listen to him. What is it last week? Isn't it? DW DW yeah. yeah. They've uh, come into... Complete 1,700 jobs could be lost, couldn't they? Yeah, God, that's mm. terrible. But yeah, but regardless of obviously what's just happened, we wouldn't have even made it that far. Like if I'd done those, yeah, Nutribar well, wouldn't exist, like as in, if I'd done that, we'd definitely lost more than two fans. All the money. Yeah. Uh, I didn't have the experience, like I said, so. You'd almost have been yeah. under DW's control as well, and if they want to bring something in, you pretty much would have had to. Yeah, well, we have look, I have a look at the contracts, and it's something like 12 months rolling contract, so you have to give six months notice, but they could give you three months notice. Yeah, you'd, you'd be out, out it's like, like, you'd be out, and it's like, well, I could build it up for three years and make it successful if I could uh, and they could just go actually we're changing to do it all ourselves mm. again or whoever's coming in mm-hmm. uh, so yeah it wasn't really worth it um, so yeah glad we did that so Media City opens Media City opens again massive learning curve um, doing two shops didn't realise what input I had here at the time um, and like I said about margins and staff costs and all that kind of stuff we we were really busy, so we were hiring staff, um, but our staff percentage just rocketed. Um, and um, because we were hiring staff quick and training them up quick, not well enough, uh, they were over portion sizing. So eventually came down the line and I came back and, and started seeing why we were losing so much money. People um, were getting good value for money on these boxes. Oh, yeah. People were getting yeah. like packed, but still double, yeah. double or triple the amount of, of meat. Oh wow! Oh right, okay. should be doing. Yeah, yeah. Because because a big thing for us because we were so busy was speed. You just, so, yeah, yeah. You just pack, just get it in, yeah, get yeah. it out. Like, there's yeah. no measuring well, it. as fast as we can. Yeah, yeah, get it out as fast as we can. Um and yeah, so turns out that's why we were losing. Um. Yeah, so, and that's what kind of happened. And like, like I said, without too much boring stuff, um, there's loads of learning points from that and from Media City and doing two shots and understanding why, I mean, DW wouldn't have worked if we'd done seven. Yeah. Uh, and then just making those things work. So, yeah, it's uh, it's been a massive, massive learning curve. We've, like I said, refined, realised from doing Media City as well, as in, we still need to refine certain things. Um, we need to take it slower than trying to just do loads of shops because mm-hmm. it's more about the bottom line. Uh, the, the more you can kind of squeeze that, make it better, make a better customer experience and all that kind of stuff and, and make the product better and keep it systemized um, to kind of do more in the future, that, that's important. And if you figure that out, you can then jump from kind of doing a couple to doing a lot. Whereas if you keep doing not having the systems and you keep doing one, 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 you'll never get anywhere because it'll just keep messing up and you're coming back to fix stuff and things like that. We've brought out some new products recently that we're, we have 
spent a lot of time working on. Yeah. And yeah, I suppose from, from there that's where, where we are now and where we want to yeah, kind of go. So anything in particular you've got planned for the future? Um, I mean, our core, our core values always stay the same. It's it, We've got a plan and we've got a kind of rollout planning to, to do lots of shops, but the core of it without kind of getting ahead of ourselves or trying to do it is churn out healthy healthy food that's genuinely healthy and for a reason because that's what we got into it for but and this is where ad comes into it a lot because like i said for me i've got lots of different interests and they all kind of merge into one but i might have go right that product's good and the idea is really good Let's just get it out there, sell, sell, sell. Whereas ads is complete taste quality. Yeah, um, yeah, it's where we can clash sometimes, can't we? It's like having that balance of I want everything to be. I won't be happy with your product, and I don't want you going out yeah. if I'm not happy with it. Yeah, yeah. And we've done it. We've done it many times, haven't we? Where we wanted to bring something out, and I thought I'm not happy with that. I don't want. It's not I don't really want it going on the menu yeah. if I'm not. You know, if I'm not 100 mm-hmm. happy with it. So things do take time, don't they? But once. They're on and we thought it, it's, it does well, doesn't it? Yeah, but like, like I'd said, that we clash with stuff because I'm like, right, we, we, we need to get it out faster. We need mm-hmm. to get it out within like 30 seconds of someone ordering it. Like, as in, we have to be able to prepare yeah, and yeah. be ready. I think that where he's, he's like, well, I want to crisp the hill in you a bit more. I'm like, fuck off. We're doing all this I'm Or he's like, he's like Sweet potato fries need one more minute. I'm like, they should have been done fucking five minutes ago. <laughs> like, well, they're not crispy enough. And I don't like that. I must yeah, but it, it, re- no, it works really well. Works well. It works yeah. really yeah. well. Yeah. Um, we don't need to like that sometimes just to balance it out, I suppose. Yeah, it's massive like that because if that's had his way, it wouldn't be fast food and we wouldn't make any money. No, it wouldn't be this one. Um, 600 quid a box but yeah but it also makes sure that the quality is there and the taste is really there and that, that's really come through with the NFC chicken that we brought the yeah. it's not NFC chicken is it it's called Nutrified Chicken so NFC yeah. uh, the NFC that we brought out like as in that took us two years two years to do yeah, two years so about two years ago, didn't it? I was ready after two days, but <laughs> 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 it took me two years. Um, obviously, at the moment, the whole country is like a fast food country. Everyone wants it, don't they? So every every new fast food thing you see come out, everyone raves about it for a bit, don't they? It's yeah. it's drive throughs. It, it's just everyone wants it. No, there's no patience unless you're at a specific restaurant. Yeah, so. even at restaurants, you see people. Kick off about waiting times, not any, even though they're only waiting ten minutes for the yeah. food. It's it seems to be the way the country's going, doesn't it? Everyone just wants Comedy their food as soon as they get there. They just yeah. want yeah. to be eating, and then as soon yeah, as they've eaten, there's there's no waiting, is there? So and obviously when it comes to like fresh, healthy food, there's got to be that compromise. You expect to wait a bit longer, mm-hmm. um, but you've developed something that is healthy yet also convenient and also. We've both had it. Yeah, it meets the taste amazing. Unhealthy need you, but you sort of want the NFC. Yeah, nutri fried chicken. What was it? So it it, it, came, it came from I'm, I'm constantly googling stuff and loads of different stuff to just ideas and things mm-hmm. like that. And Ads does it too, and yeah. um, 
Bev does it. She's going through magazines. She does it all. It's like cool. Trending in magazines and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, we're we're always doing that, and I think one thing specifically for for me, I can't say bad, but I know you enjoy unhealthy food as well. I think I I don't want to be eating kale and. No, I love unhealthy food. I'm not gonna lie. I love it. in everyone, everyone loves unhealthy food. Yeah. So, like, in why try and make superfood salads and stuff like that? Why not try and like, in why not try and make yeah. food that we actually want to eat but yeah. make it healthier? Yeah. And there's so many barriers to that. Like, obviously, um, or else these change would just do it. Like, in mm-hmm. but there's so many barriers and so much development to to do. But essentially, the idea came for crispy chicken. And I think at the time, I found a recipe for oaty chicken. You roll it in oats and things like that, um, and it gives it a crisp and it's healthier than whatever. Um, and whatever KFC is putting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And whatever that is. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so we tried it and I said, I had to come do oaty chicken, blah, blah, blah. So this is two I years. This, this is the start of a development of it. Start of a development. 2018, we, right? Yeah, we put it on a, a, a grill. Like as in, so two hot plates, yeah. pressed like a panini oh, kind of yeah, thing, yeah. and it dropped like as in it only cooked because uh, it touch all the sides. It yeah, only yeah, cuts yeah. like as in two sides of it, not all both around. Both flat sides, basically. Yeah, both yeah. flat sides, and it dried out and stuff. And it's I was sticking like, to the grill, everything went. Right, it was like. sticking to the grill, like the oats were pulling off and stuff like that. But I was like. We've got we have got crispy chicken. <laughs> I'm so in so we're fucking selling it because the idea is there. The idea will work, my friend. So, and he's like, no, I'm not serving that. There's no chance. No. And I was like, and then you, you carry on, and he's like, well, we'll try this and try that, and stupid chefs running off different things, <laughs> trying different ingredients, and he wants to try it about fifty times. So, I mean. Don't get us wrong, we weren't every single day for two years. No. Nearly, but we'd try something one week and then try a different oh, variety of that. Like, and so like with the OT original chicken, you might have gone, let's do it in a press, then let's do it in the oven. Let's, and that didn't work. So you go, right, let's pre-cook it in the oven so it cooks on all sides, and then finish it off in a press. Mm-hmm. And you have all different variations like that. And then, so yeah, it kind of started going from there. And then, I mean, like, Better telling the stories as of how we how we then developed it into what it, it was today. like. Well, probably like a year and a half went by, and then he he eventually said to me, "He's like, it's going on next week on the menu. I don't care what it's like." And I always remember that thought, shit. So that's when I, I was testing more, and then that's when we come up with um, air fried chicken. So I tried instead of just oaty chicken, I did like mix of like um, panko flour, and then herbs and spices mm-hmm. so I tried a few ways like that um, we used to try and tell us the herbs and spices the secret no secret so is this in this so, is before the industrial air fryer right this is yeah, well, like this is, yeah, so it's a standard bond that you could get in shops yeah, so, yeah and then we, when did we get the so the idea was there so like as in the cooking was an issue so we we got a like a T-fall air fryer. I remember going to Curry's. Um, oh, the one that's still got that in my kitchen. Someone asked me about the other day. It's rubbish. I think we, so. We started started testing it, but because it spins around, it, it was taking the coating off. All the right. Thing, yeah. And you couldn't get enough plumbing chicken out in the. Yeah. Out of that but we used to do 
it was like egg wash and flour, so it just it broke up. Then he, uh, but so I'd, I'd, I'd eventually did the re- got the recipe done, but then it was a case of right, we've got the recipe. How do we cook it? Yeah. we could we could we could cook it in a small scale, but we couldn't cook it on yeah, a commercial scale. When it's like twenty people queuing up, they all want the same like, thing. Like yeah, I'll yeah. cook it in time for them holding it. Yeah, it's a lot of factors in that come into. Yeah, so then over. eventually, um, I think we tasked. Like it was Dan, wasn't it? That was, I think I've researched AFIs and stuff, but basically Dan started speaking to our suppliers and equipment suppliers and stuff and started researching and we got a trial and we tested this air fryer and gave it a go and it kind of said, I just, I just went, we just got it. It was really expensive. We just went for it. And I said, we're just, we're just doing it. Like, as in, just, just kind of go for it. And um, yeah, and then that, that kind of works. And then, then, um, that gave us the opportunity to, to properly do it and, and create the product and yeah, um, yeah we launched it and it's just going down amazing. Uh, yeah, people that, absolutely love it. We want it to not feel like it's healthy. Yeah, we want feels like it's not a food, but obviously with a lot lower calories. Than yeah, what it is when you've got some food. sort of nutritional value to it. Exactly. Yeah. Um, All right, so I'm a normal person, I'd say. That's a debatable. <laughs> <laughs> I did say. Um, so I'm going to go to KFC. Do you convince me otherwise? Well, the, obviously the, 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 health, the health benefits on our chicken compared to, say, KFC or deep fried chicken is it's probably about 70 to 80% less fat from mm-hmm. ours to, to that. Um, calories, I think it's about 30% less in calories per tender or per meal. Yeah. Than, than that as well. Um, we cook in olive oil as well, and we only spray, so it's lightly sprayed. So I think there's only two grams of fat per tender, whereas it might be <laughs> about six grams uh, on one yeah. say, KFC. Yeah. So it's a lot lower. So as an alternative, it's just so much better for you. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Trans fat still, yeah, and trans, yeah, and so obviously they're cooking vegetable oil, um, anything that's deep fried. It, it's cost effective that they use yeah, cheap cheaper oil. stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I worked in a pub, it was just like the worst <laughs> yeah, yeah, possible yeah. oil they could possibly find just, yeah. just to use because it's. So, and we deep frying like the, the trans fats in them, um, which, are really, which are really bad. Vegetable oil is cheaper than olive oil. Of course it is. Are you joking? No. Are you joking? Pennies, vegetable oil. Just cut this out, but why the fuck aren't we using that? <laughs> <laughs> what was I saying about margin? Yeah, <laughs> I was like, we could save oh so much money. <laughs> Joking, won't do it. But yeah, ours are zero trans fats, um, which are really, really bad for your, your body if you're um, having that. And I do genuinely think it is a really good product. It mm. is healthy. Yeah. Um, we know first hand it tastes really good anyway, yeah. so. Yeah. Give you that ten later, yeah. Close, <laughs> 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 So we've got that. Any any more plans moving forward? You said about new locations, like we we, we nationwide like, nutri bars. Do you think that'll be a thing? Yeah, I'm I'm banking on them in Caribbean or something, so I can move on a beach. Yeah, sell wine, Jimmy. I just need a year <laughs> to get this one right. <laughs> little little shack with an air fryer. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, we're ambitious. We we I mean, we want to go for it. We want to be a healthy, healthy fast food outlet, and we want as many people to be able to have it as possible. And um, yeah, we want to do hundreds, thousands. Um, that's the goal. But obviously, 
You want to do it the um, right way. We want to do it the right way. That's why we spent so long doing after number two. We learned what we actually needed to mm-hmm. do, and that's what we've been spending this time doing and refining. Um, we, we think probably to the back end of this year or early next year, we, we're looking to do a couple more. So where can people find you online? Um, not just find you. Well, postcode. Yeah, we're on Instagram at Nutribar Volta. Uh, we are on Instagram at Nutribar MCUK. That's a UK. Yeah, and then you can you can visit our website that is www.nutri-bar.co.uk. Nice. Fantastic. I think that rounds the episode yeah. nice. It's so much different having guests because it's like yeah. actual education. Yeah, yeah, and usually it's just <laughs> us two chatting rubbish. This has been episode eight of Up in the Air. Yeah. Me, Johnny. Me, Franklin. Me, Ollie. And me, Adam.